TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The American pastime. That ball is going to be out of here. It's gone. It's 7-15. There's a new home run champion of all time, and it's Henry Aaron. In real time. Lindor drives it to deep right. A grand slam! Baseball stories, scores, and more. High drive, left field, going back at the wall. See ya! A home run, Aaron Judge. A moonshot. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. A deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. As you know, Monty, Vaughn's been working on a couple of new pitches. The Eliminator and the Humiliator to complement his fastball, the Terminator. I heard that. Dynamite drop in money and broadcast school has really paid off. Now here are your hosts for the Hot Corner, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Welcome into the Hot Corner for Must Be a Wednesday as maybe it's always a Wednesday. And my friend, this is the last Wednesday we do this show during a baseball season. Is that official? If my math is correct. So you would have a day off tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You would have games, if it's a seven-game series, three, three, four, four, and five five on on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then a day off. Ooh, we could get game seven. Could be game seven. Yes, I'm looking at the schedule right now. Game seven would fall on November 3rd, which is a Wednesday. Dynamite drop in, Monty. Broadcast school is really paying off. So I I heard that. (laughs) So I guess that... uh, it leaves us with only one thing, right? <laughs> I heard the click. And then the delay because our system is And then the great right. delay because of wide orbit. It did build the suspense, though. It did. I, was ho- I, it I thought been... you were going to play the champion. No, no. Well, it would have been, yeah. been rad if I had the drop of Jake Taylor saying, win the whole bleeping thing. We can make that happen. We can, but I don't have that. I thought the NBA. Uh, you might have that. I thought the NBA. If Joe is, I thought the NBA up. theme was a little more uh, apropos. As I walked in here, and uh, NBA is what's on the television. Yeah, it was seven two. The third choice. What I was. What I would have chose to watch. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I like the Blazers, and I'm really, really curious how they're going to do with Chauncey Billups and this new system and Mike stuff. Mike says this every year at the beginning of the season. I'm really going to watch Blazers this year. Well, well I do. And how is he going to say it every season when this is the first year of a new head coach, Patrick? No, He's saying I just... that I'm really interested. <laughs> I am. I, I, I've been uh, I've been sucked in by by the Blazers since I moved here. Hot. I think I think it's interesting to. It is hot. I think I think it's interesting to watch this team. It's it's a fascinating franchise. So I, I've been I've been buying into it. And once the World Series game got out of hand, I was like, well, let me see what's going to go on here. Yeah, it's a fascinating franchise. If you're not a fan of like the Cleveland Indians, the Portland Timbers, Liverpool. Otherwise, it all just kind of looks like the same. I don't know. I, I feel like I just heard a bunch of teams that have won titles. Uh, well, I guess that's fair. I guess I'm used, <laughs> I guess I'm used to the old days when uh, we did not win titles. No, now, now you've got a good Premier League team to great Premier League team. You've got a consistent MLS team who's made multiple finals. Okay, runs. so then maybe watching the Blazers is like watching my Cleveland team. Yeah. Yep. There's hope every year. It's like, oh, man. The yeah, roller, you will the be roller disappointed. derby team? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> you know me. I'm hot on roller derby. <laughs> if you're, if okay, okay. Let, let, let's break this down real quick. We're going to have a little fun with this, all right? If you are the Cleveland Guardians women's roller derby squad. I am not. I am not either. I don't think we fit the qualifications. No, I don't think so. That being, I've never done roller derby in my life. If you are going toe-to-toe with a major league franchise, one of the big four, okay, in a debate about a lawsuit about your name, you are going to lose, okay, right? Inevitably, the Cleveland baseball organization will pay you some X amount of money to go away and give them the rights, correct? Have you heard of the Cleveland Guardians roller der- roller derby lawyer team that they have ready to go? Rolly dolly. <laughs> do they? Do, what, what is like Johnny Cochran on is the Rusty bench? Or what? I don't yeah. know. It's yeah. a public servant, yeah, probably. Yeah. Johnny Cochran, Rusty Harden. <laughs> you know. Uh, what do you ask the Cleveland Guardians baseball team for? Because in my thought, one if million the, dollars. If the baseball team pays the Guardians a million dollars, okay. The roller derby team. They're gonna the owner of that is probably gonna take ninety percent of that cut, right? And then the, the roller derby team continues on as they are. Is the roller derby team owned by anybody or are they say, owned yeah. by the derbiers? Do they have an owner? Is that I, I don't know. I think it's like semi professional. It might just be like I know there a bunch of people running their own team. I know there's a good following for the Rose City roller derby team. So maybe on the text line that is well tapped into that industry could you know shed some light on if there is an owner of said roller derby teams out there, or if it's more of a collective, put the money together and everybody kind of owns the team. Ooh, and I guess it's a men's roller derby team. Excuse me. Oh, I thought it was ladies. That's what I thought too, but Cleveland Guardians, Cleveland Men's Roller Derby, clevelandguardians.com. Well, whatever then. I'm on it. Their logo is even even kind of like a... Kind of like the Cleveland baseball team. Uh Oh, you're making a case. Do you think that they just... (laughs) It's got, it the off. Wing, got the wings on the head. And You're everything. making a case. <laughs> so, so your reason, honor. The reason I get to this, I'm asking. Let's let's assume there is an owner of the club, of the roller derby club. Okay, and if you get paid 1.5 million dollars to give up the name and rebrand, that owner I feel like is going to spend 200 thousand dollars on that rebrand, 
That includes jerseys and signs and everything, and then pocket the cash, right? If he's a greedy son of a bitch, yes. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say most owners, I'm going to also go out on a limb and say this guy is white and is going to pocket that money, okay? So if you can stop that, I think this is what you ask for. You say, okay, Cleveland, your baseball team, you can be the Guardians if every year I want you to pay for new jerseys for every player, new skates, and I want a practice facility. Well, okay. You build let's a, let's you, step up to the big leagues here. You build a practice facility, costs you $250,000, $275,000, okay, for your practice facility. But I want new jerseys and new skates every year. Until? Until we don't exist. Mm. How many people are on a roller derby team? Ten? I, I don't know. Fifteen? <laughs> Come on, Mike. I have no idea. I know nothing about roller derby. Mike seems like he would have the body type for roller derby. Probably. You got a bunch of people in China making your jerseys anyway. I don't know if I'm agile enough, though. Why don't you just make them for the team, get them new skates, and then the Cleveland Guardians roller derby, or they become the Cleveland Cuyahoga's roller derby team become the powerhouse of roller derby because they have the funding. Now you're attracting free agents. Now you're getting fans in. <laughs> your your youth system is developed because you got a practice facility. I really Would feel like you're trying to make roller the derby soccer. Would that not change? But that's what I mean. That 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 example is there. Why wouldn't it work? Well, I think because nobody watches roller derby. <laughs> I feel like that's probably part of the problem. But as you're building, then all of a sudden they will come. Like the Timbers on Fox 12 Plus, it's the Cleveland Cuyahogas and the roller derby match against the Cincinnati Yah somebodies. I almost said Yahoos, but then I realized that that was like kind of also going backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cincinnati Cuyahogas. Yeah, and then the Cincinnati Ohio Rivers have to play the Cleveland Cuyahogas, and it's on TV. Does every single team have a name based off of a river they're near? Yes, yes, because what else is there, man? So it's the Portland Willamettas? Yeah, the Portland Willamettas playing the Cleveland Cuyahogas, and now it's on closed-circuit basic television, like the Timbers. For 10 people to watch. But it's there. (laughs) It's just there. Okay, then you so get like an intern from, serious from Ohio State to drive up from Columbus to serious, do it? Serious question. Because I know this is a fun experiment. It's a fun thing that we're talking about here. Thought experiment. Okay. If you were a member of the Cleveland Guardians roller derby team. Okay. Assuming there is not an owner and that you are all just a bunch of slubs running a team together. You chop up the 1.5. Would you rather just take the money and do whatever you want with it? and not get a practice facility for a sport that nobody cares about that you're probably only doing because it's fun on Sundays? Well, yeah, of course that's what you do. Well, then, okay. Because you were going to do it whether you had the money or not. You had to pay for your new jersey or hope that last year's jersey was still in good shape. Your skates, you might have to replace some wheels, but the bearings are good. Yeah, I know about roller skates only because I longboarded, and so it's the same kind of concept. (laughs) (laughs) I owned rollerblades for a while. I don't know anything about them. but Never fruit booted in my life. Never booted in my life. By what, the, they, what do they call it? Fruit booting? Uh, because I think a lot of is that a derogatory term? Yeah, yeah I think you're heading down well, the right that, road there. That's really? unfortunate. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the, because you boot, it must be a fruit, and it rhymes. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? I've never uh, heard that term before, by the way. 
You've never heard of fruit booting? I have not. Oh, yeah. That's that's the uh, derogatory term towards rollerblades. You know what you should do in spite of the Cleveland baseball team is buy some Cleveland Guardians merchandise. And no, not the baseball team. They have T-shirts that you could buy of the Cleveland Guardians roller derby team. Down at the bottom of the page. I see you're on their website just like I was. Yep, 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 I'm there, I'm there. Well, nothing on Urban Dictionary says racist undertones or homophobic undertones. It's just, just ex- describing what it is. Slang word for aggressive inline skating or stunt rollerblading. Yeah, I'm going to go with that definition came out while we were still using the G word and the F word in middle school. Uh, 2007, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right Sound, on par there. Sounds about right. right on par. Right. Cleveland Guardians versus the Lexington Dark Horses. Dark Horses are stacked. That'll be a tough game for them. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just found out it's category arc. I clicked on tickets, and this is for June 30th of 2015 at 436. I just want to see how much they cost. I'm still looking up fruit booting. By the here. way, when you click buy tickets, the first thing that comes up is Cleveland versus Lexington on June 30th of 2015. <laughs> oh boy. At 4:36, and I'm clicking the link and nothing is happening. Well, it is a 6-year-old game, so there's probably nothing to be found at said link. This website's not great. I'm not going to throw it. Not maybe you know, $1.5 million can do to that <laughs> website. Say, maybe that's where the money goes. I'm not going to lie. This website's pretty janky. Help our SEO. Ooh, get involved. What happens if I clicked get involved? Well, it's just a mailing list. <laughs> contact. All right. Contact. Here we go. I'll oh, send that. you newsletters. Oh, the contact link is also dead. <laughs> Does this team still exist? God, this team could really use some money. Ooh, ooh, Outside ooh. of just waiting until this happened and they picked the name Guardians so they could sue them. Ooh, I found it. Now recruiting for the 2022 season. Mm. No, it's clearly, it's clear that they have been around since at least 2015. They've had games. Okay. I mean, what happened it's between 2016 tradition. and last year, though? Yeah, interested. Contact our Facebook page. Practices. <laughs> learn to skate. <laughs> Cleveland Gardens are looking for forward to lacing up with you. And then it's got a bunch of people. Dennis Willard Mihawk. Number one in our heart, and then a, like a uh, that what, what's the uh, the, the Pac Man sign and three ah the little ice cream cone the yeah, sideways ice cream yeah, the cone. sideways ice cream the love cone. number two is Peter. I'm so glad you guys are able to resume now that COVID restrictions are easy. Is this comments? These are comments. <laughs> Sim- by the and, way, and then I'm- another person is just Cleveland, and it says "Go Guardians." <laughs> From August 3rd of 2021 at 2.01 a.m. Man, the city of Cleveland was really getting into it. That I'm day. telling you, man, they're really getting into it. The contact the, uh, link is still dead. Where did the less than three come from to become a heart? Why know. did that become love? Because uh, you can't shift it that way. Upside down? Yeah, vertically. So it was just a sideways heart? Is that what it is? How else would you, ma- just how else, how else would you make a heart on a keyboard? Hmm. That's a good question. Electric radio here. Boy, we are really down a wormhole right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, but I feel like these are all interesting little tangents that are just happening at the same time. Sure, I sure. think you're right. I think that is the best way to make a heart. It's, I, the, it's the less than three. Yeah. Wasn't the old uh, Facebook way and hearts semicolon? Isn't oh, that the code for that? Yeah, I think so. Be dead yeah. links. God, there's so many dead links. 2018 team photo. I'm trying to see what these guys look like. Here I'm going to tell you, they look like men playing roller derby. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh-oh. Oh, look at how slow it's loading. I see that team photo. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, there's women on the team, guys. This is a co-ed squad. Okay. 
Um, yeah, these guys look more American than the curling team that won gold. If you catch now, my drift. do they look like semi-pro, like, yeah, we're just doing this for fun, or do they look like, this is my life? Ooh, I think the average age of this team is probably 48. Okay, so they're, they're semi-pros then. Like, because I feel like the Rose City Rollers, like I've seen the people who do that. This that, guy up front looks they're fifty-five. Bad. They're that blonde, that blonde in the top right. I don't know. Oh, well, right distance, here. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get close. Okay. <laughs> top left a lot better than. I was going to say also right. top left. Yeah. I mean this one right here. That's your real winner. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll pass. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I can zoom. Oh, oh God, I can zoom in, but I can't go back. You can zoom this. in very close. <laughs> I just Hello. saw a reflection. Hello. It just zooms into one person. Well, this oh is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this, this is guy. riveting radio. This guy right and here. We zoom in on a picture guy, that nobody this else This guy can right see. here looks like he's 58. That, right? The guy on the, on the right, right, that is at least 60. He's the founder of the Cleveland Guardians. That might be the owner there. Circa 1972. <laughs> Oakley Doakley. Well, if you didn't know, the World Series is on right now. <laughs> it is? It is. In fact, I believe the game is currently happening. Well, you got the remote. You can do whatever you want. Oh, do I? I didn't even know that. I was following along with you. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. We got to unpack the ALCS and the NLCS. What got us here to the World Series? Also, break down a a really like newsworthy game one. Despite the game not being very close, but there was a lot of stories to break down in that. And we'll look ahead to see where the rest of this story goes, and also fill in any other. Baseball tidbits and notes. You can follow us on social media. Mike's on Twitter at Mike Lynch 27. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at PDD085. Our fantastic producer, Mr. Joseph Fisher III. He is on Twitter and Instagram as well at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. The fan text line, 503-250-1080. We'll let you interact with us throughout the entire show. Get on it. Harass us. We love it. Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow. A tasting room, but along the lines of what we've been doing lately of just making ourselves more excited to be back in beer again. Yep. So make sure you download that wherever you get your podcasts, including the Odyssey app and 1080thefan.com. We come back. It's October. It's late October. That means it's time for the World Series. We'll get into all that next. Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Game two in the books. Astros tie the series 1-1 with Atlanta with a 7-2 win over the Bravos in game two in Atlanta, which makes this a best of five. That it is. There's no home court advantage anymore. No series begins until the home team loses. Well, they lost game one, so (laughs) the series can begin. Yeah, the series has become. As Jason Sukanik would say. Uh, but to get here was an interesting situation. Where would you like to start, Michael? Uh, you mean in the CSs? Yeah. Okay. You're like, where do you want to start? I was like, the World Series, Patrick? <laughs> where do you want to start on how we got here? Well, spring training. It was a crisp I would March like to, afternoon. I would like to start in the National League. In the National League. Because, boy, did that not go anywhere near how I thought it was going to go. Uh, it, w- it was quite interesting. I, you know... I was very fortunate to watch many of the games without commentary uh, from announcers. And the fact that everyone on national radio, maybe even some people on this radio, when they pretend to talk about baseball, they act like they know, but they don't know anything. Uh, I was very excited to kind of dodge the rhetoric of why aren't the Dodgers winning? Because the whole time I was watching going, man, these Braves are good. Yep. The whole time. And I know that it's like a big market and the stars and the money and there, there, there. But the whole time I'm watching it going, this Braves team is the Braves team, minus Acuna, minus Soroka, that I personally, to toot my own horn, have been pumping for the last few years. That I thought their infield is second to none. I mean, you could argue the Astros. You're really only adding Austin Riley this year to that argument, but yes, it's been quite good. But yeah, their infield has been quite good. Snitker seems to be a solid manager. Boy, he has zero emotion, so I have no (laughs) idea how to feel about him. I saw there was a funny gif that was shown around yesterday. It was after the Solaire leadoff home run, and it was they cut to Snitker, and he looked like he was bored out of his (laughs) mind. Really jazzed that they let off the game with the Solaire's home run. I saw his wife uh, today, game two, and she looked the same. She was like sitting in the stands, like watching the game, was like. It's got that old school baseball face. Yeah, what's going on here? You know, just just chilling. (laughs) Uh, But the Braves, you know, they've got everything we always harp on to get to the World Series. Timely hitting. Good starters, great bullpen, don't make mistakes. And little Austin Riley, little Eddie Rosario, a little trade deadline acquisition on Eddie Rosario, go Cleveland. By the way, apparently, I, I you would know this better. Isaac said this on the show today. All you got for Eddie Rosario was Pablo Sandoval, who you immediately cut. Yes, sir. You got nothing for him. That is a fact. Okay. I guess you got salary relief. We didn't have to pay him. And I don't know if you know this, but we don't pay anybody. No, you don't. You're allergic to money. Allergic to money. In fact, we give you money to take people from Mm -hmm. us. 
Uh, and so that's where we are. So the entire time, I know all eyes are going to be focused on the Dodgers and and how they and how they struggle. But let's let's remember: there's no Trevor Bauer, Kershaw's hurt. Something's clearly wrong with Scherzer down the stretch, and Walker Bueller got lit. Yep. And you had to run Urias out too much. That's a disaster waiting waiting to happen. Well, and once again, Dave Roberts as a manager reared his ugly head out. That was that was kind of where I was going to go. Is is one. And I've been saying this for multiple weeks. I even asked Swag. I saw him a, a recent day, and he's a Dodgers fan. And I was like, "Does it feel you guys feel like you guys are playing scared to lose?" Because I've been saying that on the show, where there was this just weird vibe around the Dodgers team in the postseason, where you're like, "I don't feel like they really have that winner's energy." And he was like, "No, no, 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 no. That's not the case at all." And I mean, he would know better than I. He's a Dodgers fan. He's been watching it way closer than I did. But it was in the Giants series as well. And it was in the Braves series. It kind of always felt like they were dead in the water to me. Mm. The entire Braves series, I was like, the Dodgers don't have a chance. And the Giants series, it kind of felt the same way. I was like, I don't think the Dodgers have a chance. Now well, they, yeah. be- they beat the Giants, and sure. I was wrong on that. But but I think we alluded to last week that it's like, yeah, you got here, but you're lucky you got here. Sort of, yeah. I mean, they're they're still the second best team in baseball this year, regular season wise. But, um, yeah, so I, I, there was something weird about L.A., and I felt it again in the Atlanta series, and it's it's almost as if, and I do think that not having Max Muncie was big. I do think it was big for the Dodgers. He, he is a big guy in terms of getting on base. He drives and runs. He's a, he's a personality on the team. But I will counter. Also, losing Justin Turner early in that series did not benefit them either. But I will counter that Cody Bellinger was left for dead. And, and had some big hits. Had yeah. some big hits. Um. That's big, but it just felt like the second Atlanta punched them in the mouth, I didn't think the Dodgers had a response. It felt like they were like, ow, ow, don't punch us, <laughs> and then they lost. So it just it just felt like the energy for that team was wrong, where it felt like the energy for the Braves was right. And you mentioned all the things the Braves have going for them. One of the biggest keys is the bullpen. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta bullpen – at least from what I saw in the regular season, was not what we're seeing in the postseason so far. Not on paper, especially in comparison with some of the other teams around. The Giants had a better bullpen. The Dodgers had a better bullpen. I felt like there were multiple times. The Rays times had a better bullpen. I'd be watching MLB tonight, and they'd cut to a late Braves game, and the bullpen would be blowing it. Yep. And <laughs> Welcome to the National League East all right. season. Right. So I <laughs> went into this going, well, okay, you know, I like like the top of their rotation. Charlie Morton's great in the playoffs, and, you know, Max Fried's had a really good year. I just don't trust the bullpen. Like they can hit and they can start, but can they get guys out late in games? And that's been their strength. I mean, Matzik's pitching every game. Yeah. And pitching great. Amazing. So I about to get paid. That's the thing where it's like, okay, sometimes when you have a, a special World Series run, you need that little bit of this guy's helping us. And you're getting that with Matzek and you're getting it with Eddie Rosario, mm-hmm. who's been in Fuego the entire time. And that's a guy who I look at it as like a nah, he's a decent starting infielder for like a lower tier Indians team. I think he used to bat eighth for the Twins two years ago. Right. And now all of a sudden he's hitting bombs and stealing bases and fielding well. And he did commit an error today that cost him a run. But he threw to a base that was empty. <laughs> Don't do that, kids. If there's nobody covering the base. Don't throw to that base. Simple baseball. But you need those like special little one or two things. And the Braves have it. And right now, the Astros don't have it to mm-hmm. me. And they won today, so that they're tied. But I always look for that, like, there's that there's that energy. 
and the Braves have it. And then it, it just kind of feels like their year. And obviously, Houston tying it today is huge, and they could obviously go on to win this. Their lineup is insane. Mm-hmm. I guess they do have that one guy in Alvarez, although I think we kind of expected Alvarez to hit well. Yeah. He's just been in, insanely good. Yeah. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> it just feels like the Braves have that energy to me. And the Dodgers were weird. They were weird. Yeah, there's just a weird stigma about it. And when it went up 3-1 and... Then the Dodgers won, and Freddie Freeman was like, well, yeah, until we break this, that stigma's always going to be there. And then they went out the next day and handled business. Yeah, I, when the Dodgers won game five, I had no concerns that Atlanta was losing that series. Me neither. I like, was like, they got to go all. back to Atlanta, two more games. The way this series has been going, there's no chance. Also, I think you suck, so that helps as well. Well, I don't think they suck, but. I think they suck. You've always been pretty anti-Dodgers here. It's not that I'm against the Dodgers as an organization or a fan base. You're against Dave Roberts. I'm against Dave Roberts, and they've got a collection of dudes that for some reason are good, and if they were on any other team, they weren't. Hello, paging Chris Taylor. You know, like, this is what I don't understand. Hello, Justin Turner. Good thing you stayed in L.A., because if you took a hell of money somewhere else, you would be exposed. Yep. Well, if it wasn't for Chris Taylor, it might be a sweep. Yeah, I mean, hi, my name is Max Muncy. Even if you play, three homers in the if game. you're on a different team, I don't think you're that good. They got one guy. There's one guy in that offense that makes everything go. Gavin Lux. And it is Mookie. <laughs> and he was clearly the only player that showed up the entire time. Every time I turned on the TV, I was like, Mookie Betts is on base. Like, it got to the point, I went, babe, guess who's on base? She was like, Mookie Betts, I get it. <laughs> and I was like... It's not my fault. It's not my fault. (laughs) It's true. Which leads me to this. I get a question to ask you. Me. You. I might have asked last week, but I still want to ask this again. Before we get to the ALCS, I want to ask this, but we'll do it next. First, there's my man Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Mike just brought up this point over the break. Damian Lillard just hit a three. Normally that's not breaking news, but as far as the season's going right now, that's kind of breaking news. Blazers up 66-62. Dame hit that shot and kind of looked back with that little stanky stank. He put the face on, so watch out. He put the face, so... He was definitely mumbling under something under his breath right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, he considering a, he was shooting, I think, literally 8% from three going into this game. Did you hear that it was, like, historically bad? It was the worst three-point per, uh, three point shooting for the first three games with, like, a minimum 20 attempts or something like that. Well, he wow. was ranked, like, 277th in the league. Right behind Russell Westbrook, <laughs> who jacks up shots more than my mom. Another fun stat, uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, over the last however many years, there's been 16 cases of the quadruple double with four turnovers. Oh. And so it's like a golden sombrero quadruple yeah, double? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's accounted for six of those 16. <laughs> ah, nice. Get it, dude. Makes sense. Uh, I've also decided that my third favorite player in the NBA, not in a Blazer uniform, because... I know you might not know this listening to the show, but I am, in fact, a Blazer fan. Uh, my third favorite player in the league not wearing a Blazer uniform, John Morant. He's I love pretty, him. pretty easy to like. I absolutely love him. Uh, I think he should wear his hair down, let the let that baby flow. 
I kind of like the floppy. Uh, yeah, you like it up the, top? The dread bun or whatever you want to call I, it. I just like the dreads down, man. I like them flowing. Let them ride. But yeah, John Morant. Yeah, Dame just hit another three. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> He's on. Sitting Take my name out your mouth. Just a stanky face. Stanky got that, face. Got that shooter's touch. Okay, I want to ask you this question. We were talking about the Dodgers completely folding against the Braves when in reality the Braves are just a better team than them. But And you wanted to ask me a question. I do want to ask you a question. I don't remember if I asked this last week or not. Uh, but it's something that I've just been kicking around my head, and the fact that I'm kicking it around my head means it might be a big deal. I'm just going to ask you a point blank, Mike. Is Mookie Betts the best player in baseball? No. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Because I'm starting to wonder. My brain is starting to I would tick like, away a little bit. I would like to remind you that this season for him was largely disappointing. Statistically. Sure, sure, I agree. And he did well in the playoffs, uh, and or at least he did well in the second series. I don't know if he did well in the Giants series, but he did well against the Braves, getting on base a lot. He's not the best player in baseball. Is he the top four, three player in baseball? Yes. No question. Duh. Yeah, we, we know that. But is he the best? No, he's not. Because in my brain, I keep kicking this around, okay? Okay. The guy's got two World Series. He's got a World Series MVP. Mm-hmm. He's got a regular season MVP. And had he not been Mookie Betts, they lose to the Giants in four. What well, Was he good in that series? He's always I'm, on base. He was on base constantly. He's not hitting home runs, but he's playing solid defense and he's singling. He's death by a thousand needles. He's getting on base. He's knocking guys in. He's making defensive plays. I probably agree with you. It 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 it's still homeboy in Anaheim. It's, yep. it's across the street. I know we haven't seen him play in eight months. But. I know, and he had an injury riddled season this year, and the Angels aren't good, so I'm not gonna hold it against him that he's not in the playoffs. They just that's poor ownership and poor management. But every time, like I even said this to my girl when she was, like I was joking about last segment about how annoyed she is that I kept saying, well, there's Mookie, there's Mookie. Then I kind of turned and said, is Mookie Betts the best player in baseball? And she'll humor me and she goes, well, I don't know. You talk about him like he is. And it just made me start thinking. So I just want to float that question out into the world. I respect the question, but it is still Mike Trout. I still think it's Mike Trout, but boy, I'm starting to think. I'm starting to wonder. So I pulled up the MLB Network 2021 Top 100 players. Okay, number one is Mike Trout. Correct. Number two is Mookie Betts. Yes. Number three, Derek G. No, wrong one. Um, number three, Babe Ruth. <laughs> number three, DiMaggio at four. Mm. Who's at five? I'm so bad at these. What? Really, it's Mick. I was, no, I Mickey's was, at seven. seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five is uh, uh, DiMaggio. You said DiMaggio's four. Oh, sorry. Four is Gehrig. Five is DiMaggio. Yeah. Six is Tori. Seven is Mantle. Eight is Maris. No, eight is Yogi. Nine is Maris. Nine is Maris, is Maris yeah. I'm, ter- I'm terrible at them. I'm sorry. You know it's it's really bad. 27 three, rings. Three. You're, you're stalling. Number three, um, would they have said Acuna? It's including pitchers. Oh, it's including pitchers. Top 100 players. Top 100 players. Oh, God, I have no idea. It's Jacob they... DeGrom. Oh, it's you, DeGrom. You fool. And Whoops. then a current World Series participant, Freddie Freeman. 
Number four. Could sneak his way into an NL MVP. He could backdoor his way into that. Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis, Ronald Acuna, Anthony Rendon at eight. Ooh. Ooh, woof. Christian Yelich at nine. Mm. Cody Bellinger at 10. Ooh, that list gets <laughs> ugly. One guy's dead. The other guy suck, is kind of like better than sucks. And then the other guy sucks and looks stoned all the time. I don't Boy, know. It, what a strange list. Now that you look at this <clears throat> back because this came out to start the year. <laughs> yeah, go through it again. Go through it again. One trout. Yes. Okay, I'm cool with that. Two Mookie Betts. Cool with that. Three Jacob DeGrom. I mean, you could argue DeGrom is one. Depends on what you value more. Uh, four is Freddie Freeman. I'm okay with that. Solid, solid, solid Freeman. Fife is Juan Soto. He definitely deserves it. Definitely deserves that. Six is Tatis. He probably deserves it despite the injuries sure. this year. Sure. Cunha, seven. Sure. And then Rendon, Yelich, <laughs> Bellinger. <laughs> and then Garrett Cole, Shane Bieber, Nolan Arenado. No, <laughs> those guys weren't that good that this year either. DJ LeMayhew. Francisco Lindor, Trevor Story, <laughs> Alex Bregman, Manny Machado, Jose Ramirez, George Springer. That's great. It's amazing. I mean, I, I, think, I think that's amazing. I think like Jose Ramirez, Manny Machado are probably like accurately ranked there. The, t- the 20 to 30 is better. Aaron Judge, Bryce Harper, Matt Chapman, Corey Seager, Xander Bogarts, Trey Turner, Tim Anderson, Max Scherzer, Trevor Bauer, and Hugh Darvish. Outside of Bauer, that might be your top 10 right, right. there of the 2021 right. season. <laughs> I was like, you were saying those guys, and I was like, stud, 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 stud. Although Matt Chapman had a pretty rough year this year. Yeah, he had a rough year, but he's still the best defensive third baseman in baseball. Right? Right? Uh, yeah, probably. I think so. Yeah, I, I love him. I'm, I'm, I was trying to think of somebody else. I mean, no, we're, obsessed, probably... we're obsessed with Arenado, but I, I still love Matt Chapman. Probably Chapman. Anyway, it's something I think that is worth noting. Jeff McNeil is 35. Boy, <laughs> if I get burned one, Marcelo I Zuna is 37. I swear, if I get burned 20 or 21 more times in fantasy baseball by Jeff McNeil, McNeil I quit. All right. <laughs> Jeff McNeil, get out of oh, here. Oh, my goodness. I'm never touching that guy again. Uh, anything. Anyway, what I was alluding anything. to, anything, is I just. I don't mean this in like a future debate. I told you so kind of thing. Cause I've got an, I told you so coming up, but I don't, I don't mean it like that. It's just something that I think we should really think about. You're talking about Aaron Boone. No, I'm not talking about Aaron. Boone. Okay. Thank you. Because I've already known this for a while. You were the one that needed to come around. Like the people agreed. Anyway, I just want to float that out there. That Mookie might be the best player in baseball. He's certainly getting close. I mean, you can't get if Mike clo- Trout. If you Mike Trout can't get closer than number two, if Mike Trout keeps getting hurt, what what does what stops him from being number one? Mookie wins another World Series or a regular season MVP. I mean, you really got to start asking. Mm-hmm. Anyway, enough list radio. That stuff's for the birds. We come back. The American League Championship Series was so awesome, and we enjoyed so much of it that it's making the World Series so exciting. That's next. Hot corner today in the fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Game three of the World Series will be ready for us on Friday. 
Hey, you know what's going to be coming up here soon at the end of the World Series? What's that? If we're going to have a part two of this moment. Corey, you thrilled our fans throughout the postseason with a great performance. Great you led the Dodgers to a World Series <laughs> so, victory, and uh, it's my pleasure to recognize so, your great give you play a with the Willie of Skywalker Player Award presented by Chevrolet. The funny thing is, we did that off the air, where Joe had the app where you you hear yourself talking, and he sounded drunk. Joe did. So, yes, he did. That's what they said. Manfred was hearing himself, and it was causing him to have issues. But it doesn't matter. When you are Rob Manfred... I, I believe it, and so I'm guaranteeing that this year that will not happen. It's a bittersweet night for us. Um, we're glad to be done. Um, I do Because I hate baseball. <laughs> for our players we're glad to, to be done. Who says that? <laughs> for our players. But obviously, we're concerned yeah. when so, any of our players... Because at the end... Positive. We learned during the game that... Justin was a positive. He was immediately isolated to prevent spread. Jesus. Sounds like the little the, the sound my daddy makes when his drinkies are in the cubes. <laughs> and a cascade of booze rained down from the stands. Because that's what it's always going to be. That's what it's always going to be. That guy's such an idiot. What was, it, what was the line? Sometimes they don't think it'd be like that, but it do. But it do. But it do. I don't even know what that is, but I understand what that line is. Is that a former Yankees player that said that? No, I don't think so. Well, it's uh, not a, that's not former, a yogiism. Former baseball player in general? But it do. I don't know who said that, but, oh, everything, it is baseball. but everything I heard there it's Oscar Gamble. made sense to me. Oscar Gamble. Sometimes they don't think it'd be like that, but it but do. But it do. I follow. Best known for I that agree. quote. It's like Anthony Edwards. And he was a Yankee. Look at Joe with the with the with the pole. It's like Anthony Edwards, my 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 fourth favorite NBA player, not in a Blazer jersey. I may not know what the pronunciation of a name with the double L is for a uh, Espria. <laughs> he is Jamaican. But I can pull out a random quote out of my ass like that. <laughs> yeah, that is that was Oscar Gamble when he was a Yankee. Look at that. It's like you looked it up and had that stored in your energy bank, your energy bank, your brain bank somewhere. <laughs> but it do. Yeah. He was asked about racism in the sport. It don't always work, but it do. <laughs> you don't think it'd be like that, but it do. What a what deep, introspective quote about yeah. racism in the league. <laughs> well, what's really funny, Joe, is that you threw that out, and before we went to break, Mike was taught, or when we were in break, Mike and I were laughing about Anthony Edwards, the kid in Minnesota, and his recent quote about Giannis, and his previous quote about Carl Anthony Towns, how that guy just says it how it is. No, that was Anthony Edwards. Yeah, that's what I said, oh, Anthony oh, Edwards. I thought you yeah. said Carl Anthony Towns. So I like that we're bringing it full circle and talking about great quotes that don't really make sense, but they make sense. Mike, can you give me the edited version of yes. Anthony Edwards' quote on I Giannis did, Antetokounmpo? I did just retweet it or quote tweet it at Mike Lynch 27 With a guy like that, you can't stress about him scoring. That's what he's going to do. MFers like seven foot two, 280 pounds. S, we put four people on him and he'll still score the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but it do. I, lo- I, I love Anthony Edwards. He is great. He does not give a oh. flying bleep that he says whatever he wants and he curses in front of the media 
and it's glorious, and we need all athletes to just speak their mind. And isn't he the guy that when he was drafted, the knock on him was like his heart's not really in basketball? Well, yeah, wasn't that was... his knock? As because the, they went, he went number one, didn't yep. he? Yep, he did. He was uh, he played for Georgia. Mm-hmm. I and, remember that. It yeah, was kind of like, why are you at Georgia? Oh, I wonder why. The, right. <laughs> the talk was that he only started playing basketball later in his life and didn't he just did it because he was good and he yeah. wanted to be like a football player right yeah yeah but he was he did it because he was good and there was worry that when guys do that they don't really care about the game i mean i don't know if he cares about the game or not but he plays pretty well and he's a lot of fun to listen to the so. call out he made on carl anthony towns is basically like yeah if he sucks i'm gonna tell him <laughs> it's like that doesn't sound like a guy that doesn't care that sounds like a guy who's just gonna ball out for his max contract <laughs> By the way, is Minnesota any good? No. They going to suck again? Probably. What's wrong with them? Uh, how last, many number one picks do you have? They were leading Milwaukee tonight. Oh, they beat Milwaukee today. How many number one picks do you have to have? Is this like Charlotte all over again? Hey, Charlotte's 4-1. and one. Well, I know, but like <laughs> none of the guys they drafted are on their team. That's true. Right. <laughs> remember they were in like the top three for like 10 years and nobody hit? Yep. And I do remember that. Don't look now. Minnesota's 3-1. and one. Oh, baby, here we go. Overreact to four games. Do it, do it, do it. Blazers suck. God, they're so annoying. <laughs> Blazers up by 11 in the third quarter on the Grizzlies, 85-74. to 74. I just want to throw a shout-out to the homeboy, Cody, who is a P1 of this entire station. Hi, Cody. Uh, I did not see what... I did not hear what Calabro said, but he just tweeted out, did Calabro just say the dancing bear and then threw a picture of the dancing bear, which is the nearest and dearest strip club to my heart in all of Portland. Mm. I know nothing about the dancing bear, the dancing bear. Do they like, is it like, do they put like a bear head on or something? No, but it's the dancing bear. B A R E. Ah, I get it. Like a bear butt. Punny. (laughs) Very punny. Uh, It is in Kenton, right off Interstate. You can see it from I-5 if you look in the right spot. I think with a name like the Dancing Bear, it'd be, you know, like dudes. Like a furry? Yeah. Like a furry joint? No. I thought it would be like a gay strip club. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Amateur night on Tuesdays. Amateur night? Yeah. So like, think like, about it. What is that like an open mic night? But for strippers? No, no, I understand yeah, what it means. But I'm <laughs> yeah, like, basically. really? They you just keep, have anybody you, come in? You keep your tips. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's an unregulated business, man. That's why we got problems, so man. I Maybe could roll in. Sex work should be legalized and protected. <laughs> I could roll in I said on a it, Tuesday and I believe it. and jump up on stage and start doing my thing. Sex yep. work should be legalized and protected. I'm going to go Burt Kreischer on them and take my shirt off and show my dad bod and get lots of cheers for being over the top funny about it. Does that sound right? Good, normal? Shimmy a little bit. Yeah. Sure, baby. Wear some tassels. Yes, I would 100% <laughs> some wear sticky, some tassels. Some pasties. Yep. <laughs> These are just for me. Whoa. Things got wild. Mike said, these are just for me. And then I looked over at Twitter, and there's a promo of Jamie Lee Curtis at Studio 54 looking really awkward, and Dustin Hoffman looking really awkward, and then Papa Trump. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm really freaked out right now. Well, you want to go to break? Yeah, I'd love to. That sounds excellent. When we come back, let's get into the series that neither of us wanted to watch, which created a winner into a World Series that neither of us want to watch. Odd Corner, Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. 
even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.